0: Today, we are going to be talking about blogging for the simple reason that it is appreciation of Freelance White Writers Week. Um, so, we're going to appreciate blogging and what you can do with your own blogs to try and get them out to a wider audience. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great Great content ideas. ideas. First things first though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the Founder and Creative Director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. But a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business was in a position to spend loads of money on having content created. So I wanted to try and help them create content for themselves using little simple tips and tricks that I'd learned over the years. So I sat down, went through a process that I use myself, that I'd use with my clients, that I'd spoken about for years on keynote talks. And turned it into a book and called the book How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically how you can start everything from content planning all the way through to podcasting and a bunch of stuff in between that is essentially you making your content work harder for you so that you can step away and concentrate on some of the stuff that your business actually does to make you money. But we all know marketing is quite important. And when you don't have a budget to spend on having an agency doing it for you, trying to save a bit of time doing some of this stuff is really, really valuable. So today, we're going to talk about blogging. For me, blogging is essentially the doorway to content for any brand of business. In fact, it's almost the door, doorstep to, to marketing. There's a bunch of steps before it, but a blog is such a great way of getting people to see your content. But most importantly, it's actually a personal thing. It's for you, I think it's really useful, because a blog... Is a way that you can get what your message is going to be this coming week straight in your head so that you can then create content on other platforms. The blog lets you get your story straight, it lets you get your key points out, it lets you get your bullet points in a row, in effectively all your ducks in a row. You, so you understand your story. The blog really is what you're going to be talking about for the next seven days across all your other social media content. And the blog will help you do that. For me, I try and get people to do blogging first because writing is something we can all do. We might not necessarily be the greatest writers. We might not have the best grammar. And I know there are people out there who will pick up on that kind of things. But you can still get something written down and get your story straight in front of you because the blog then helps you move on to lots of other types of content like live video, like memes, like podcasts and everything else. But I want to try and help you get your blog out to a wider audience organically. Now, of course, you can do that by telling people that your blog actually exists on platforms like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Medium and Tumblr and all these other places. But what can you do with the blog itself when you're writing it to try and help it get in front of people? So I'm just going to give you some simple tips. My top seven tips I'm going to give you on trying to get your blog in front of more people so more people can consume your organic piece of content. So tip number one, I want you to focus on using one or two long tail keywords that match the intent of your ideal audience for that blog. Because obviously you have your actual avatar, but each piece of content you write might actually have a slightly different audience. So for me, I'm aiming at trying to help small businesses grow their social media brand for free but if i write a piece about creating video content then that is going to be aimed at those people who don't already create video content or if i'm talking about product videos then it's going to be aimed at somebody who is a b2c and sells a widget to customers rather than a b2b who is an accounts firm so it's understanding who your blog is actually aimed at so you can write your blog in that specific way, but most importantly, you can put your long-tail keywords in there. What I, mean by, what I mean by long-tail keywords is that when people are searching for something, they're a little bit more of a longer version of what you would normally write. So rather than just video company, um, I'm looking for a video company to help me with X or something like that. So long-tail keyword's a really great way of helping your blog get seen by more people. If you're not really sure how to decide what long-tail keywords are, try things like Google Suggest. So that is when you go into Google and you type something in and it pops up the rest of the sentence almost. So you're like, you're looking for Daisy and it will pop up chains or something else like Daisy May Cooper. So that's a really great way of doing it. Obviously, you know, if Google are popping it up as like one of their top searches you know it's quite good because Google's the search engine you want to be trending and ranking on. And if they're putting it into their suggestions, you know that's what a lot of people are looking for. So then you could put that long-tail keyword into your content, maybe even as the title of the piece of blog content that you're actually writing. So really, really nice little cool way of doing that. There are other ways. If you want to know more about those, you can always drop me a line. We can have a one-to-one consultation and talk through those. Number two, my tip, second tip, is um, those keywords that you're going to use, don't forget to actually use them within your blog more than once. So it's fine and dandy putting them in there once, and that does help, but putting them in there more than once will really help the SEO of your blog start to garner a bit of traction because that's what you're trying to fiddle here. You're not trying to fiddle get an audience to come and read this because you're going to tell people that it exists across multiple different platforms and hopefully you'll already have an audience as well. But you want to draw new people and new people potentially searching for something maybe stumbling across your content. So don't forget to use those keywords that you've come up with, those long-tail keywords. Don't forget to use them within the blog content itself. Really important. Uh, The next one, make sure your blog is mobile-friendly. Now, your blog's probably sat on your website. So if your website's not mobile-friendly either, then you yeah in 2021, you need to get that sorted. And it is amazing how many websites you still go on, and you have to scroll left and right to read something or... It's like endless pages of crap before you get somewhere. Make sure your website as a whole, but your blog especially, is mobile-friendly. So if you're going to put any images in there, which we're going to talk about in a second, make sure those are mobile-friendly. Make sure they're not too big for the screen, all that kind of stuff. Make sure your blog is mobile-friendly. If you're using something like WordPress, you can get templates that are specifically mobile-friendly. So don't get tied into one that you've been using for the last eight years just because you like it. Make sure your website and your blog specifically are mobile-friendly so it's easy for people to consume. That is where people are consuming content. You've got to remember this. Most people don't go to the toilet with their laptop and sit it on their knee. They take their phone with them to the bathroom. They take their phone with them everywhere. So make sure it is mobile friendly. Okay, next one is uh, optimize your meta description. Now, a lot of people don't do this. So they'll write their blog and then they'll press publish and then it's gone. And you can do this afterwards in an after effect, but it's a pain having to go back through all your content how about you just do it in the first place? You have a meta description in there, just like you do on YouTube and SoundCloud and all these other great apps where you can put in tags that will allow people to search for certain things and hopefully your content will pop up in there. Well, you can do the same with your meta description, your meta tags on a blog. So make sure you use them. You've got about 300 characters to play with. So get in there and write your meta description, which is... This is what the blogs are out about, and they get into the meta tags and write out loads of meta tags that are connected to you as a business, you as an industry, and what the blog is about. Don't forget that part. That's really important. And those two things will really help your your audience find your content. Number one, the meta description is a short form description of what your blog's about. And if you write something really catchy, it's gonna draw them in if they find your blog. And then the tags are what help the content get found in the first place. And if you're using tags, don't forget to use things that are also in the blog because those two connecting to each other really help, again, your SEO. And if you're looking for like a really great SEO plugin for whatever uh, site, Yoast is a really good one, like toast, but with a Y, love it. Uh, the next one, uh, tip I want to give you is number five. I spoke about it earlier, putting in photos. We're human beings. We are visual beings. We like to see images. A load of text bores the crap out of anybody. So put some images in there. Put photographs into your content. It's a really great way of capturing somebody's attention as they're scrolling through. It will hopefully get them to stop maybe and look. You can even connect an image to the actual blog so that the blog has this particular image connected to it. So it maybe stops people in their feed, excuse me. And don't forget as well that the image has different attributes in the back end of it. So you can go in there and describe exactly what the image is. You can put in different tags again, to help the SEO of the blog, because those tags and that different attributes that you write into the behind the scenes, the back end of the photograph, will allow it to be found as a photograph connected to your blog. It's a little bit confusing, and if you want to know more, like I say earlier on, uh, drop me a line. We can have a one-to-one consultation, but it's a really cool way of doing it. The next one I want you to think about, this is really important, is link internally. To other content. So if you're talking about something that may be linked to something else that you've spoken about in the past, then make sure you link to that content. So for example, if you're talking about creating video content, and you're talking about cameras. Okay, so you, you write a great piece of blog about cameras and cameras that you should use to create content yourself. And at some point in that blog, you say, but of course, lighting plays a big part in this for more information, go and read this blog. And then I would direct you back to another blog where I talk about three-point writing. And what you're trying to do is keep people within your website. You don't want them to leave. Just like Facebook doesn't want you to leave Facebook. Just like Twitter doesn't want you to leave Twitter. LinkedIn doesn't want you to leave LinkedIn. So they don't really like you putting external links in there. You're not the same. You don't have an algorithm controlling everything. But put internal links in, to draw people further into your website, to go looking around at other things that you've got to say, other things that you do, so they can see the value that you've got to give, keep building that connection with you, and hopefully like your content enough to potentially become a customer. So that is tip number six. Tip number seven, and my final tip, is link externally as well. You'll have partners that you maybe work with. It's also a great way of collaborating with somebody without actually having to get in the room with them, especially at the moment. So I could write a blog about a specific subject matter and mention some statistics that I've got hold of. So then I would link to the people who came up with those statistics and let them know that I've done that. And then that link goes through to their website and they get to see that. So they get a bit of backlink traffic and they might then also say, oh, to back up what we've said here, why don't you go and have a read of this blog by Simon, talking about the same stuff. So it's a great way of collaborating without sitting down, creating a piece of content together. Um, you can just collaborate in that fashion. And uh, also, it helps with plagiarism as well and that kind of stuff. People don't then get really cheesed off that you're actually stealing their data and using it as your own, something I learned from university. Not that I plagiarized, but the fact that you shouldn't plagiarize and you should always quote whose quotes are c- what quotes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so hopefully you've got some value from those seven tips. If they were a little bit quick for you, obviously you can go back and watch again. I'm going to be cutting this piece of content into lots of small pieces of content so that you can get each and single tip on its own. Uh, or you could just go and read down below and and read them all again in the description box below. Uh, But whatever you do, thank you very much for watching this evening. Uh, Hello to uh, Carlton, who has joined me on YouTube. And there's a bunch of people who are watching at the moment on LinkedIn as well and on Facebook too. So that's pretty cool. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. If you are brand new to these streams... Don't forget to hit subscribe on the channel that you're watching on and if you are watching on youtube or on facebook they now allow you to hit a little notification bell which will let you know exactly when i go live whenever i do so uh in the meantime though thank you very much for listening thank you very much for watching whatever you're doing this evening i hope it's a, a nice evening for you and not too snowy we haven't got anywhere i am and i will catch you on wednesday when i will be back again During the day, no daddy daycare, so that's a good thing. Um, And I will see you at midday uh, for another live. Until then, though, thank you very much for watching, uh, and I will see you soon in the weird world we're living in. I'll I'll just say bye because (laughs) there's not a lot else we can say at the moment, is it? We don't know what's going on, Uh, so I'll see you soon. Take it easy. Have a good. This was a Perception Studios production.